News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News. Now, with staff shortages being an issue across many sectors since the beginning of the pandemic, is it time businesses began to open themselves up to the idea of employing reformed ex-prisoners. Uh, we're joined by Wayne Hart, academic uh, ex-offender uh, who has worked as a probation support worker in a Garda Youth Diversion Programme to discuss this more. Uh, Wayne, just tell us about, the, in your view, the societal value of ex-prisoners joining the workforce. There's, there's a number of values, you know. Um, I mean, if you're giving someone an employment, it means they're not out robbing, they're not out haunting people, you know, they're not out haunting their own families. You know, they're not, it's not a, a monetary burden then on the system. I mean, it costs thousands a week to keep a prisoner in prison. I mean, if there's prisoners out there or ex-offenders and they are looking for um, employment, I would suggest that they're trying to change their ways and change their life around. And, you know, I remember saying this in college that society needs to take a chance as well, you know. Um, not just all about the ex-offender wanting to turn themselves around. They they need to be given the chance and the opportunities as well, meaningful employment and training. How difficult is it for former offenders, uh, ex-offenders, to to secure employment? It's very hard, um, unless they're looking for just menial jobs or you know, there's a workforce out there and employers out there that will employ people into the hand and give them like ten euro an hour, and you could be doing a fifteen hour shift. But the next offender, they've no, you know, licenses or stuff like this. So it's it's kind of slave labour as well. But it's it's very hard um, if, if the right opportunities and chances are not there. And it's down to the offender as well to you know persevere and keep going. I mean, I doing a TED talk there in 2019, and I spoke about 57 applications before I even got an interview, and I'm. I'm educated up to master's level. Yeah. So you you definitely think your 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 past record people looked at that and and just disregarded everything you had done since, or or many people did that. Hundred percent. And at the time, I said in the TED talk that I reckoned the application process was part of the problem, um, because they question five, have you a criminal record? Yes. Question six, please elaborate. So there's a bias there straight away. Yeah. And I have a number of friends in different services and the HR, and two of them actually rang me and said, Wayne, don't even bother waiting. Um, you were getting shortlisted, seeing you know, your academic stuff. And uh, your lived experience, life experience, work experience to that point. But then the criminal record piece, and you were binned. One was binned and one was put to the end of the pile. So I can actually stand over it now and say, yes, that that was the case. Uh, What would you say? I mean, there'll be people listening this morning who run businesses and they might say, look, you know what? I agree with Wayne. It's good for society, but this is my business. And I just, maybe I don't want to take a chance of taking on someone who's previously offended. What what would you say to those people this morning? It's like the old, uh, the Bible, you know. Jesus writes something in the sand and he says, he is out seeing cast a full stone. You know, we've all made mistakes. I mean, if someone turns around and says, oh, I've never made a mistake, I'll tell them they're lying. You know, I've often been in a taxi at three o'clock in the morning and the taxi man go through the red lights because there's nothing on the road. 
do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. so there's it, it, it always there. And there was a study done after my TED talk, and 66% of employers said they would consider hiring an ex offender. Now, the narrative is important there consider. How many actually would? Then 60, oh, sorry, 60% that was, and 66% said they wouldn't mind being saved by an ex offender. Now, if you listen to that narrative as well, wouldn't mind being saved by an ex-offender, so what, they're going to be just barmen or bargains or, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, wages as a wages or something. They're not really, really given the the idea or the, the concept that there's no, ex-offenders could be professionals. I'm, yeah. prof- I'm a professional. Yeah. I lecture in all the colleges in Ireland. I've lectured in, in Queens. I've lectured in, in uh, Cambridge University. Um, so I'm not serving drinks or I'm not a waiter. I'm a professional. And that capability is there. Just because someone is an offender doesn't mean they haven't got other skill sets. And then there was another <laughs> 53% said they, would walk, they wouldn't they would mind walking with an ex-offender. So this is 47% of the workforce wouldn't. So you end up in the job. It's not as, uh, as, as cut and dry as, oh no, you're walking there now. All right. Still facing barriers and, and uh, societal... Um, attitudes you know towards ex-offenders Okay we'll leave it there Wayne Hart uh, academic ex-offender um, uh, who has worked as a probation support worker in a Garda Youth Diversion Programme thank you indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk